Buddy, Esther, what? I'm just so I'm so excited. I'm just so excited. We have a repeat guest, which is rare. Um, This guest, she was the star of one of our live shows. I think it was an LA live show. She's a very famous stand-up comedian. She has, I think, like a million Netflix specials at this point. It's a little. It's threatening. I'll be honest. I'm threatened. Deeply threatened. She is launching a new podcast soon. I'm going to beg her for the details because I listen to her podcast every day when it's on and I think it's scary. Welcome to the show, Nikki Glazer. Guys, thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun on that live show that we did. I am such a fan of both of yours. And um, yeah, just it's this is like just a great way to catch up with friends podcasting. You know, isn't it? We just happen to be recording it, but, you know, this is really more about seeing what's up, you know? Do you ever, like, have a conversation with a friend and you're like, God damn it, this could have been a podcast. Like, we could have killed two (laughs) birds with this. Like, sometimes I'm like, this, can we hit record? Yeah. Like, so I'm I'm, I'm really happy to be here. What are we... I'm the always type of girl where like, okay, I'll use Esther as an example. Esther's always getting content with some of her friends, like selfies and like videos. And then when she's with me, the camera never comes out. That's such a lie. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not that tier of friend. I'm not like a content friend, but I choose to like, it's more authentic and just for us. (sighs) Caroline, I'm so, I'm like put on the spot. I'm so upset. Literally the last time we hung out, this this week when we hung out was I didn't but I thought we had so much good banter when I feel like there was something weird between you and a a big bug in my backyard we created like a romantic storyline we've had good times they just haven't been recorded or shared on social media anyway the point is Nikki you listen I I get that feeling too sometimes with friends and it's hard to ask them to be like can you record me right now doing this funny (laughs) thing like you don't want to do it but um it you know sometimes yeah I I I I feel both of your sides in this I really do no yeah there's no right I'm I'm just, Caroline is my favorite friend and I'm the most excited when she calls me. So I just can't believe she's putting this on me right now. I'm so upset. Okay. Well, now you know, record some stuff (laughs) next time you guys hang out. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to start us out like this. There's so much positivity that we should be focusing on. Like (laughs) truly before Esther, before you got on, I was, I, I was speechless at how beautiful Nikki looks on zoom. And I know ring light, ring light. Like uh, lots of um, like highlighter stuff in in my um, BB creams and stuff and highlight. You know, I really I laid it on thick. Wait, wait. Can you give us? Can you give us some specific Zoom tips for like products and like how to be pretty? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like 
I, first of all, angle it high, angle your, as, as high as you can. I mean, I mean, this is actually about perfectly level with my eyes, but I mean, I guess, I don't know that that's a good idea. And then I have a zoom, I have a, a, a ring light here and a ring light here and a, another light here. Not because I like plan this. My dad just has one. I have one. I'm like, why not? You know? So the more light, the better. And then, um, just like this shit, like has changed my life. This Ilya. Oh, the skin um, perfect skin, oh. skin, um, super serum skin tint SPF 40. Dude. Every time I wear this, people go, your skin's so amazing. And it's, it's just that it, my skin. I haven't had a facial in forever. It's, it's not in that good of shape. I, um, yeah, but that, that's really it. That's all, that's all I attribute it to the glow. I'm like, you're so big in Hollywood that you are in the, you're in the cabal, the QAnon cabal, and it's like adrenochrome, baby blood. <sighs> you look amazing. I'm, um, I mean, I used to get laser, um, facials before COVID and I got, oh, um, yeah. but that, but it, it, it's been a really long time and I don't know that I'll really go back to it. I mean, maybe, but it's been nice to get away from the Botox and the fillers and the, everything that I was kind of doing before and just be like, Oh, this is my normal face. And it's not like terrible. And, um, yeah, I haven't done, I haven't done anything since, you know, probably 2019. So it's good. I would do lips again, but I don't think anything else. Mm. Wait, that's so interesting that you got fillers and, and Botox and stuff. Like how did you feel getting it and why do you think you won't do it anymore? Well, I got it because I, um, just was having like a really like low self-esteem about my looks like right after I got kicked off dancing with the stars I don't know why that was the first time I did it but it was that was just like a really hard time for me and I felt really ugly on that show I just like felt like an old woman in a sequined like I felt like old Jean Bonnet like what <laughs> if she survived and never grew up emotionally like that's how I felt and I just felt so ugly and I was just having a, uh, and I think I'd just done the roast and they had called me like, they had said I looked like a man, a bunch. And I was just, I don't know. And I had a friend who is very, uh, was always in my ear about like, and she was my assistant at the time during Dancing with the Stars. And she was like, oh my God, if I had your money, I would get this done and this done and this done. And she, I like trust her judgment beauty wise. She's a very beautiful person. And I was like, you know what? I'll do it. Like I have a lot of extra money right now. I don't have a lot of overhead. Let me go try this out. And I've had friends that get this stuff done. And I know that it, you can't always tell when you get injections in your face. A lot of times with the friends that I have that do it, you're just, cause I've had a friend that has done it for years and I never knew she did it. And I finally found out and I go, have I ever noticed when you get it done? She goes, no, you know what you say? And you know what everyone says? You look really pretty today. That's yes. it. No one ever goes, and I've never once noticed anything. It's very delicate work that just, you go, oh my God, they're so pretty. And it, it's, that's just the truth. So I went and I saw this doctor that was so much fucking money, you guys. I spent so much because I thought he was like the best because he was associated with a lot of celebrities. And it turns out they just kind of pretend like they go to him and they don't. And he, um, I, oof, I got filler. I got um, a laser facial that uh, on like my decolletage and all over my face that just like burns your face off. And you have to be like, 
you know, strapped down pretty much because your body goes into <laughs> fight or flight response because it thinks it's being burned alive. So your body, you have to be held down and you have to have little plastic contacts put in that have little tabs sticking out mm-hmm. so that you're, you, that the laser won't get in your eye. I mean, it's, it's so stupid and um, <laughs> it was such a waste of money. And I guess it, I mean, it did something, but my skin isn't that great. I mean, it it really, I don't think is that noticeable and no one's ever been like, like no facialist has ever been like, what are you doing? Like every time I go to a facialist, they're like, what are you doing? You know, they always like, are like, what products do you use? They're always mean to me. Who have you been seeing? You know? Um, But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, the filler, I won't say I'll never do it again, but I I I wish I wouldn't have done it. I wish I wouldn't have done it. You love filler? Why? I uh, like possible physical side effects aside and like untold, you know, damage it's doing on our body from the inside out. I know. I, I think it looked really good when I got it. Like Nikki said, it's just a little bit of something like a little plump, a little bit of, wow, you look so pretty today. I didn't feel like I never felt bad. It never hurt. Like it was just such a short recovery time. It lasted for a a really long time. Like I just had no, I never like felt guilty about it. Like Mm -hmm. it was just such a net positive for me. I really, really. I look back at video of myself when I had it and I can just, there's like, you smile and there'll be like a dent, you know, cause it will be, they'll put it in and like, they didn't a lot for the fact that you could like see it in my face. Sometimes you could see it in people's faces. There's be like a dent. So I could just, I could tell that it was off, but then I look back at some pictures and I'm like, wow, that was a, it's like peaks like two weeks after you get it done. And it's like, you're getting so many compliments about your looks. I just, it's, it's, it's painful and it's expensive and it's, when does it end? But it's, yeah, I, I agree with you. It, it, it feels, uh, it feels, it, I didn't have guilt about it. If anything, I thought it was, I think it's very brave when women have like face work done. I know everyone goes like, oh, that's so sad. Why they need to do that? They're fucking getting neat. You're getting your face fucked with, like permanently, possibly. That's brave to like actually take that big of a chance. So there was something about it that was like, oh, I'm I'm brave. And then there's another <laughs> one that was like, um, it's kind of so sad. brave. Like hashtag so brave. It is. <laughs> I mean, to really like, you don't know what they're gonna do. You could literally like, ha- they could ruin your face, and you're taking. We've seen it happen. And you're taking that risk. Um, but fillers, I don't know. It's Fillers feel like too easy. It's like a shortcut. Like I feel like I was getting away with murder. I'm like, that's all I had to do. Just give them my credit card, be out of the office, in and out in like an hour. I'm like, I, I should know. have to go through more to have a change like this. It felt like, it felt like I was cutting corners in some kind of a way. Yeah. It's, it, and I, you, it makes you more insecure because then you worry about if people are going to see it and then you focus more like I I don't know that it made me happier but maybe it's I don't know Nikki okay so I'm like a huge Howard Stern fan you're always on the show it gives me so much joy I'm so shocked did you because Howard at one point correct me if I'm wrong told you you were like telling him that you want to get stuff done and he told you don't get anything done. And I think he, you were specifically like, I want to get my lips done. He was like, don't do it. You're beautiful. Like if Howard told me that I would be set for fucking life. Did that make a difference in how you viewed yourself? Um, 
Yes, actually. But I also think that Howard's one of those people, like a lot of men who think that when women get things done, they're going to look like blubber lips and like housewife face. And like just it's going to look really obvious and they don't understand that they'll never notice. They will notice, but they'll just think that it's a really naturally beautiful person. Like, so I think that I took it with a grain of salt. But yeah, having Howard Stern approve of my looks was meant more to me than, uh, you know, my future husband finding me attractive. Like it really, it, because he is the, the, for me, when I was little and used to watch his show on E, that was like how I was first exposed to him. I was like, oh my gosh, he, well, you know, he was kind of like gross about women. uh, Oh yeah. I mean, very and judgmental and they have to be thin and they have to be, they have to look a certain way, have to have big boobs. It's just like, and I always just was like, God, I hope Howard Stern thinks I'm hot someday. Like I used to think that as a little girl and then he, now he does. And I was like, oh my God, my (laughs) dreams have come true. But then I'm like, I always just say, oh, he doesn't really know what I look like without makeup. I'm always dolled up when I see him. So I'm like, oh, he probably wouldn't like me if I wasn't like dolled up. And I always just, you know, convince myself that, you know, when people say I look beautiful and I have makeup on, it means legit nothing to me. <laughs> I, okay, it's a, it's I don't understand this. I no. totally disagree with this. Like I I identify with how hot I am at my hottest. Like I, mm. I, not mm. I don't know I I disagree with you because it's like you dolled up is you I know everyone's still you there's it's so yeah it's just one catching one glimpse of myself in my like FaceTime front facing phone camera that'll set me back it'll it'll really set me back <laughs> I like know. I just need to catch that one glimpse of like skin texture like what I look like from down here and I I don't, I don't even remember what feeling good looks like. Yeah. I, I, I get sad when I'm treated better when I have makeup on and I know it happens and it makes me like pissed off because it's just like, why? And then it makes me resent it. And I'm just like, well, they don't like me for me. That person's like nicer to me. That guy held the door for me because I have on like a cute outfit. It's like, I just want to, I, I, I just want to be accepted for who I am on the inside, which is just you know, when you're like, you know, walking into a place and a guy's holding the door for you, there's no way for me to like, you know, show him, showcase my personality, but (laughs) it just makes me mad that people like me more and are nicer to me when I'm thin and have makeup on. It's bullshit. It's, it's fucking bullshit. I'm wondering now, I'm wondering now if like you are able to achieve a higher level, like you, because you glammed up versus me glammed up. It's like, I'm still just like a short girl with brown hair, but you glammed up like you're a tall blonde with blue eyes. So right. I think she's experienced like, higher highs. Yeah. So I do think there's a tip. Yeah. Cause Esther and I are fluctuating. Like we're kind of in this area, but when you are yeah. like, you're like, you're going up here. You know? Um, okay. But still it's yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. And yeah, I can look fucking great. Like that's the thing. It's like, I can look really, really good. There is a limit, which sucks because that's the sad part where you're like, this is as good as it can get. But yeah, when I get a spray tan, I'm in a really tight dress and I like, you know, have been like, you know, when I've ever, I've done the roast, I'm always so glammed up and I'm always like, 
very svelte because not because I'm starving myself, but because I generally get nervous before roast and I like kind of like shed a lot of weight. Like anytime I'm on TV, I like get nervous and I naturally lose like a pound that makes whatever I look like on TV so much better. And I hate saying that, but then a spray tan takes off even more and I can look really, really, really good for me. And I hate it because the it's anyone that's attracted to that. I, I can't keep that up. And it will, I will yeah. just disappoint you. And so when God, when people are like, you're so beautiful or anyone who sees me on TV thinks I'm beautiful, I just am like, you don't know. And, um, and now I, I really am more okay with myself without makeup on. And like, I don't do the thing of looking in the mirror and going, ugh, or looking in the phone and going, ugh, or looking in the magnifying mirror. I don't let myself, that voice does not get to say, ugh, anymore. And if it does, I don't yell at myself for saying, ugh, I just go, Let's let's not say that. And it doesn't have to be like you're beautiful because that's bullshit some days. But the ugh, like no, I, I'm gonna get old and saggy. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna if I keep a- aging, it will happen. And if, I just I I just want to be yeah. Like if I, fingers crossed, I die young and people remember me as young stop. forever. But but Shut if up. I don't, I will get old and I have to be okay with it. And it's, um, and I, th- I think I'm way better off than I, than I ever was. And I think COVID is like actually helped me cause I don't wear makeup anymore. Like uh, I do for these kinds of things, but generally I'm just, I'm used to seeing my face without makeup on a, m- like so much more than I ever was. It's, I still have like suffer with self-esteem and stuff like that, but it's just not as loud anymore. I don't know what, I mean, I do know what happened. I like, I am in recovery for an eating disorder and having that like, and having that behind me or working on that and learning to like love myself. It's, I mean, it's, it's all come with it. So it's, it's just, yeah, I think for the first time ever, even though I'm living with my parents and I'm 36 and I have no prospects of like love and I, um, don't know when I'm going to be able to move out. I don't know where I'm going to go. Uh, I really have never felt like kind of better about myself. <laughs> I'm inspired. That's awesome. I I love yeah. that. I also, I agree. Like I used to be really freaky obsessed with weight and obviously like that just made everything in my life so bad. And, you know, I now this year like gained I went up a size in pants like because of the pandemic and I've been so calm about it. I'm like, so I'm instead of like freaking out and spiraling and like, okay, I can only have a smoothie for dinner, blah, blah, blah. Like all those creepy games you play. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm just going to buy new jeans. Like fun. That's fun. I'm going to buy some new jeans and it'll be great. Uh, Yeah. Like, which is such as like anyone who's in ED recovery knows like that's such a huge deal. Such a huge deal. It's, I really, now whatever my body is going to be, I just don't let myself starve anymore. Like I can't play that game anymore. I can't punish myself with like holding back food. I don't want to punish myself by eating too much. And it's just, I, I, whatever my body is going to be, I just have to accept it. And like, yeah, it's, it's not always easy to gain weight, but like you said, like, instead of trying to squeeze into those jeans that you know are not going to fit and putting them on and torturing yourself, I'm just, it's been a lifetime of punishing myself with food and, and starving myself and treating myself really badly with it. And it's just so nice to just see like, Oh, what happens when you just maybe eat like a normal person and don't feel like you're some sort of special person that has to always eat less. Oh, what's, what's going to happen. It's like, Oh, nothing. Like 
then your worst nightmare is not going to happen. You're not going to be completely yeah. unlovable and homeless or whatever. I don't, I don't know what my worst fear is. <laughs>
it was terrible. And like, I was just so tired and sad and couldn't be funny. I was just like, I had no sense of humor. I'm like, I don't, I think I'm going to file for like disability as a comedian because I can't (laughs) be funny. And, um, and then I got on these medicine, these meds and it's like, it's changed my life. Like what, so much. What are you on for ADHD? If you um, I'm on uh, Vyvanse. Mm. Oh, I've never heard of it. So it's a um, it's a was slow release, you know, like it's um, and and it starts working immediately. I mean, the the day I started taking it, I I was, but the, I had to go through extensive testing for ADD and you know really prove I had it. And I felt so weird about doing that because I'm like. Listen, I know as a former anorexic, ADD meds are like, give me some of those. Like, oh, I'm losing your appetite is like the number one side effect. It's like speed pretty much. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't want anything that's going to make me lose my appetite. I really, and I truly didn't want that. And there were times in the past where I would have like loved it. So I felt like really guilty about pursuing this diagnosis and so I went into the test like I could probably like f- fake it and like get what I want, but I really did it sincerely and, and and I have it. So it was it was it was really like emotional actually because it was like I'm not messy because I'm disgusting. I'm messy because I have ADD and I'm uh, not disorganized because I'm a bad person or because I don't care about things and like all my clothes aren't like. Like, it's just, it, my room's still a mess, even though I, I'm on meds, but it's, I don't hate myself for it. It's, um, and I lose things because I have ADHD. Like, it's, there's a lot of symptoms. If you look up the female symptoms, you're like, whoa, this isn't what I thought it was. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I typically like to blame my parents for be, me being messy, but. Maybe too. it's maybe I have it too. No, I you, you you blame I blame my parents too. Um, because my mom like you, I think my mom just would go, "You're doing it wrong," and would just do it for me and be like, "Sweet, I don't have to do it." <laughs> so I, I didn't I didn't learn how to clean at all. I, I truly don't know how to clean at at all. I, I'm confused by cleaning products, what to use on what, what brushes to use. I'm going to do it wrong. So I just I decided like I want to be rich enough to never have to, to clean my own house. And I did, I did reach that level. And now uh, I live with my parents and I, and my, so my mom's cleaning my bathroom again. I and think, I Venmo her. Oh my God. That's amazing. I, Esther and I have talked about this. I think it's like a tragedy that our generation doesn't know how to, to overgeneralizing here, cook and clean, especially. I like, there's an art to cleaning. It's something to take pride in. And I just like feel kind of short change that I we were just not it was not emphasized that we like clean and get on our hands and knees and like scrub the floor I agree are you the same way or are you pretty tidy I really no I'm not your room looks tidy af I I make an effort I make an effort because the hate the self-hate gets a little loud for me and I do feel better when the space is clean I'm not I'm not a super organized person by any means like i have like messy corners and like I'll like shove things in closets to kind of just like get rid of stuff. But the self-hate gets kind of loud. Like I like looking in my room and seeing it's clean. You know, it makes me, it makes me feel a little bit better about myself for sure. But yeah. And I, I think I go in like, it's like, I'll have like manic phases of cleaning where like 
I'll like get so overwhelmed. Then the next thing I know for the first time in six months, I'm on my hands and knees and like scrubbing a shower, like really, really hard. But I don't have that like consistent, like weekly cleaning practice. Like it should be like exercise, cleaning, like to be this like holistic part of living. Cleaning, by the way, is exercise. And we also don't talk about that. I enough. know. Like, my mom always says that. You clean for an hour a day like it and you're on your feet and you're like using your arms, you're reaching, mm-hmm. you're scrubbing. That's as good a workout as any. And like, yeah. look at the results it gives you around your place. And it's like, there shouldn't be like blog who's like teaching you how to do the same ab exercises 15 times. It should be like cleaning exercise videos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know what really else? We, we, we haven't talked about this on the show in a while, but we, we used to, which is that cleaning is so fucking attractive to men like a woman who can clean is such a turn on I've learned through the years like it's so it's we that might motivate us a little more but I'm still a lazy piece of shit and it's like it is a my messiness is a problem in my relationship but like just just reminding everyone out there like if you can clean it's hot it's very hot Yeah. Cooking and cleaning. Uh, I really, I want to find a guy who does those things. I, I really am like looking yeah. for a, a wife uh, more than anything. <laughs> I, just, I don't, I don't, I, I'm never going to be good at those things. I just, I kind of have given up on it. I would like to be more tidy and to cle- keep my space neat and put things back where they belong. And I know that I can do that and I can do a better job of it. And it's just about self-care. I mean, it's, Really, like, if you live in a messy room, it's because you don't really like yourself that much. You don't think you deserve to be in a messy room. And it's funny because, like, when I have, like, visitors, my room's perfect because they deserve it. But I don't when it's just me. So it's really about just, like, liking yourself. And I feel like the more that I like myself, the more I'm like, oh, I can have nice things. I can treat my things nicely. But, um yeah, I, I, I really am when a man can cook and clean and is like organized, I'm very attracted to that because I think I'm just that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna need. So Esther, is your fiance, is he he's clean? Does he cook? He no, it's so annoying because he's like lazy too, but he's not quite as gross as me. So he doesn't it's not like he solves the problem, but he also doesn't like the problem I create so we just we like we together need a wife like we need a third person in our relationship to like clean and plan like we need someone else (laughs) I was so inspired by your admission about your dirty car when you were on Lisa Vanderpump's podcast because she really intimidates me by how perfect she is and you were just like yeah my car's a mess there's cans there's like rappers and like she was like aghast and it was just so cool I wrote to you about I was like I just I'm so ashamed of how messy I am and it was just really nice to hear someone that's like yeah that's just how I am but do you are you ashamed of it or are you kind of like "Eh, whatever I would say well I'm definitely not embarrassed by it I like I don't think I'm ashamed of it are you embarrassed Oh my God. I mean, well, I also have like a 2001 Camry and I usually valet at places that like have not seen that car in 20 years. So like, I just have to, you have to own it. Like it almost forces me. You just like have to own it. Like I'm, and I'm really bad. I'm, I'm really bad at pretending to be something I'm not. So like, there's just no choice. I, I'm not embarrassed. I'm not ashamed. Would I prefer a clean 
like a clean car. Yeah. Like every, every so often I'll clean out my car and like, it, then I'll take it and get it detailed. And it's like, Oh my God, I feel like it's a brand new car. Like it's so, if anyone out there thinks they need a new car, just get your car cleaned yes. and you'll feel like you have a new car. It's so nice. Like, so yeah, I prefer different, but I'm not embarrassed or ashamed. No, it's just a be, it's like, it's always better to like be yourself, you know, like you always get farther. I feel like when you're just like own who you are. Yeah, it's true. But there's still, there's just, I can go there with so many things I'm ashamed of, but when it comes to my messiness, I'm so, that's the one I'm really closeted about because my closet. I wonder why. So, I don't know. It's. <laughs> It's just, it's something that I feel is so, makes me so inherently unlovable. Girls being dirty is taboo. Yeah. I think that like dirty girls is just like, that's not the, it's not like this like picture perfect image we have in our mind of what a girl should be. It means, I, it, it means I might smell bad. It means my vagina might taste it bad. Really like, it really all goes back to the vagina for me. <laughs> it really, something about like, there's, okay, something about a guy seeing what my underwear really looks like when I wear it for, this is like a common, like, I know I'm not making some original opposite, but like, I'm so afraid of my boyfriend seeing my stained underwear, just like the ones that are in the drawer that have been washed. I'm even more afraid of him seeing what my underwear really look like. Yeah. Crusty, creamy, like all the works. And mm-hmm. I, oh, there's one, I'll never forget when I was in college, I lived in a single, which was like the worst thing for me. Cause I was just like, it was a fucking nasty girl free for all. Like I was just like filthy, nasty, gross. And I, I brought a guy back to my single one time and I didn't clean it up well enough. And he saw, he looked at my desk and he went, are those na- toenails? Did you clip your toenails and leave the pile on the desk? And that like this shame, the shame, I, it will just flash back into my mind. It, it, well, to me, I'm like, wow, you put them in a little neat pile. Like, that's kind of nice. Like, you just forgot to do the scoop into the trash. Like, that's okay. Like, I would just, like, let them fly everywhere. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, I could see how that would be excruciating. I remember one time I was, uh, I was like, so addicted to gum. I would just chew gum incessantly because I was always oh, yeah. so hungry. And I, like, had, like, probably 30 gum wrappers in one shift um, I was working at a restaurant in college and I had, uh, my apron and I put like, thir- they were like 30 gum rubbers from all night long, you just in and out. And I forgot to dump it out and someone the next day, like found it. And that was so humiliating that someone what reached in there to put like their pens in. It was probably like, what the fuck? Like who would chew 30 pieces of like seeing, okay. I think I like kind of wrap it up with like, the dirtiness, like addiction, like yeah. secret. You're, you're just do. You're weird. Vagina. You're weird. Vagina. My vagina, vagina smells weird, and everyone knows it. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's the China a- fears are so real so so no. so real i looked at mine the other day and i go See, wow it's really getting it's it's maturing mine is getting <laughs> a bit of a season on her as well she's got a pandemic look that she didn't have before it's, it's hard true. guys i i, I, think, I will never I love my you... va- i'll never love my vagina like i'll just say it it's, I, a, it's a journey like i've accepted it to. i'll accept it but i will yeah, love it's okay. it okay yep I yeah I it's I it's, it's a problem I, yeah. I we really have I just to don't like, look I, just I know don't but look. I can't I avoid I feel like I I I don't have to look at it to know it's like 
getting like crevice. Well, what about when a guy goes down? Look, a real man loves the lights up. No, yeah, that's like you can't even go there because I'd rather weed out the guys that aren't. Yeah, I used to. Course. I was trying to do a bit about this, but it was like I think it might be offensive. Mm-hmm. But it was a bit that was like if you're if I fly like from LA to New York and I have showered in three days and you're not like still excited to go down on me, then like you're not straight enough for me like that. And I think it might be offensive. I don't know, but it's true. It's (laughs) like, I, if you're not like so hungry for my vagina, like even when it's dirty, then I don't think it's a fit. I think I, I love that. Um, and I, I, cause that, cause when I've really liked a guy, I like, like when he's fucking, dirty i mean i don't want him to like like shit himself or you know like (laughs) i like when he smells really bad and i like the smell of like yeah when they have like bo and i don't mind it you know how there's like boy smells candles like and like it's like there's this whole thing about this micro cottage economy or whatever of like guys smelling bad and like we like their dirty beards and i like like a guy's real smells where it's like there should be like candles that are like this smells like a dirty vagina. I guess Gwyneth Paltrow like kind of made one, but yeah. right, right, <laughs> more like two email. days pre-period. I mean, like there, it's it, yeah. I agree. I have a lot of um, vag- vagina anxiety, and as a single woman, I mean, I always have, and now I haven't had someone like see my vagina in like so long. And every time I hook up with someone new, I mean, I hold my breath when they like first touch it or anything. Cause I'm just like, I'm so is there going to be a smell? Right like, cause I've heard horror stories where guys are like her pussy stank. And I'm just like, if that ever is me, I- honestly, I'll be fine. Who cares? I-, I had a bad day. You know, like I think I could survive it and it helps me to even like put that out there. Like if you've had a stinky pussy, like, so what? Like you had a bad day, but it's, there, for some reason, that's my biggest fear is that one guy will go down on me and then tell every other man and um, be like, she's disgusting. And, you know, sure, that's preventable. Rinse it off. Carry baby wipes. Like, it's easy to prevent that. Yeah, smell isn't like I'm not afraid of the smell shocking someone. It's the look and feel. And <laughs> right. like, I'm like, I don't want ever want to see a guy like pull his hand back a little bit or like like cock his head with confusion <laughs> right I, right yeah but that's like never that doesn't He's really like, happen why is it why is it crunchy <laughs> i know well, the smell thing okay i i do agree you can just do a wipe but then i'm worried that they're gonna be like it tastes like a baby wipe down here she must be disgusting because now it tastes like like i can't ever like get it right, right. like when and i smell, do yeah like yeah. i'll do a taste test or not a taste as a smell test and I'm not a stinky <laughs> lady, but you just wonder, like, oh, maybe, yeah, I, I don't know. There, there's just, oh, there's so much anxiety about it, and I think it's the real reason why guys don't go down on girls as much is because a lot of girls go like, oh, I don't like that, when they're really they're just like, they're scared. scared a guy to look at their vagina or, or put their mouth on their vagina because they're like, oh, my vagina's gross, and so there's this like misconception that women actually don't like head when really we're just insecure. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. It's. It's so it's a it's a fucking tragedy. But the best thing is, and I've done this, and it's helped me so much with my like vagina acceptance, is to when you're with a group of girlfriends that you're really comfortable with, take out your vaginas, show each other your vaginas. No one ever does it. And I've done it with two different sets of girlfriends. 
and it's like, oh my God, you know, the, the friend that you think has the perfect pussy doesn't. It's like y- everyone, your vagina is, is in one of your friends too. You, uh, guaranteed your friends have a vagina like yours. And sometimes mine is like the worst of the bunch and it's still not that bad. It's like every, I just think everyone's gonna have these perfect pussies and they don't. That was really eye-opening. And for all of my friends too, they've never done it. We just don't see other vaginas. So I really implore women to get like a little loose enough, you know, comfortable enough and just someone go, I am insecure about my vagina. Can I like compare? And then and whip them out. I've that done this. It's powerful. very satisfying, right? Yeah, I've okay, totally good. done it. Wow, yeah. I'm realizing how much of a prude I am. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, but I'm Caroline, gonna... it's. I kind of don't like that I haven't seen your vagina. No, it's kind of bothering should, guys, me. And you should put it on Instagram. Yeah, like. <laughs> No, you really should. Caroline, I think you would really benefit from, from seeing your friends' vaginas and having your friends reassure you that like, no, it's not bad. I I, I know it's scary, but I honestly, I thought mine was like, I was going to have surgery. I thought mine was like so disgusting. I know mine is going to be the worst. Mine has been the worst and it's okay. Caroline, the other ones are pretty bad too. What do you say, Esther? (laughs) Mine looks like baby, mine looks like baby Groot. (laughs) Pussy looks like Elise is baby. I know. Okay, I lied. It looks like regular group. Okay. <laughs> My pussy looks like Thanos. It's it's just like I want to get. Sur- I, uh, yeah, I've quite I know, had the right? part, but I want I I because so I will say when you sit on your labia, sometimes it's not. I I know mine is the worst. I'm just gonna say it. I know mine. No. I don't know. Girl, yes, it hurts. It yes. gets tangled up when it gets. Yeah, it's a, it, no, it's when the guys suffering are- is real. It's like not only does it look bad. But it hurts me sometimes, and people don't understand that. You know, it it does hurt. It does hurt. And listen, like I'm not saying that I won't ever get surgery because it seems like never it, say ha- never. it does help. But um, I know a girl. I don't, who- don't want. I don't want to do it because I want some guy to like my vagina. That's in, until that's not the reason I can't do it. I need. Fillers. Does your vagina have a deviated septum? <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's I medical. Mean, had breathing problems. <laughs> they were like refined the tip when they were down there, but it was mostly for breathing. Yeah, I need filler. I need pussy filler. Yeah. Oh, I feel like free though. Something about talking about your vagina, for me at least. Oh my God, just, yeah. It's, it is, that is one of the most freeing emotional feelings. Just, I feel like a weight has been lifted off me right now. Good. I, Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Caroline, yeah. I do want you to come over and show me your underwear. I'll have to it someday. I'll do it one day. It's just hard because Esther, you don't drink, and it would be like something where I would have to have a glass of wine. You'd be stone cold sober, and I'd be pulling out my Groot, and it would just be like unsatisfying for the. You might start. <laughs> <laughs> Esther's like, I need a fucking drink. <laughs> okay, well that would be yeah, that would be positive. Oh God. oh my God! I feel free. Well, Nikki, <laughs> thank you so much. You bring Nikki. out the 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 worst and the best of us in the best way. I'm, I'm glad. So grateful I just that you, like, that you, yeah. yeah. I it's it's I'm like glad you took so the much of my life I've yeah. suffered with this stuff, thinking I'm the only one, and then. As soon as you start talking about it even a little bit, you realize that you're just not every girl's. Every girl f- feels somewhat 
like some part part of this. Every girl has these insecurities and we just need to talk about it. So it might be too, it is too much a lot of times, but it's, I think it's worth it. I feel free and I would venture to guess a lot of the women listening today feel light, free, good, groody, like sloppy in all the best ways. This yes. is good. Nikki, you're the best. We love you Nikki, so much. What you can you, yeah. Well, what can you tell us about the future of your podcast? Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's probably going to start in January, but I am going to have a daily okay. um, podcast and um, look forward to that. You can follow me on Instagram. I'll definitely tell everyone about it on there. That's the best platform to follow me on Nikki Glazer. And um, yeah, check out my specials on Netflix. I have a, a handful of different things uh, banging, and then I have a half hour, and I have another half hour, and then, um, yeah, so check it out. Yay. Thank you, Nikki. Thank the you, feminist guys. hero. Love we love Nikki. <laughs> Podcast Network.